welcome, hello, welcome to the Soup Brothers Wrestling Podcast. We are back from a brief one-week summer vacation. Uh, we're here, as always, to cover the wrestling world. Myself, Michael Shoot Shepard, Cameron R.V. Osborne. Bang! And and Mike, you might yeah. as well, Mike, you and you might as well rename me Doctor Britt Baker DMD because it is episode two thirty. Oh, oh, oh. of of the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast, and that is right. Uh, big week, big week for us to take off. We got to summarize a lot of things. It was the huge weekend, like we had mentioned, uh, going to Saudi. Uh, double or nothing live from Las Vegas. The the mo the T Mobile Center home home of the Golden Knights. AW yeah, said, "Sorry, Stanley Golden Cup Knights. Champions. Sorry, Golden Knights. You're gonna have to postpone a game a day. Start start <laughs> yeah, the next. The we base. can't do it. We can't do it because there's too much professional wrestling. Of course, Battleground happened from somewhere. Uh, it was like somewhere in yeah, Boston, I, I think, right? It was something like that, yeah. and all and all of the subsequent um, action. So let's get into the show. Let's kick off the show the way we always do by crowning a brand new Tweet of the Champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. Uh, a brand new Tweet of the Week champion got a lot of high uh, people stand at the top in terms of numbers of reigns. CM Punk recently moved himself, solidified himself into the ninth, you know, or sorry, like the uh, the most ever championships held. The John Cena, the Ric Flair of the Tweet of the Week championship. And this man uh, is, is in the same category. Now, five-time uh, Tweet of the Week champion, uh, possibly also our first posthumous champion, the Iron Sheik. Passing away just a couple days ago. Uh, the guy who works for us is obviously devastated. He's known oh, as yeah. Sheik since he was a little... The, the one who runs the Twitter account, which we have definitely said on the show before. Uh, just an odd coincidence yeah. there. But I would have to say, the Iron Sheik, uh, a Twitter legend, all caps. You Just fuck Hogan. All, fuck Hulk Hogan all the time. It's something <laughs> I can always support. And I think it's no fitting that this will tie him with Hulk Hogan for the most amount of Tweet League championships. Or sorry, uh, with the same number of reigns of five. Uh, yeah. His last tweet, before the news of his passing, uh, he's got to get it where Iron Sheik says, fuck the wildfires. Because God, <laughs> God damn I mean, it, Sheik, can't you're argue right. With that. Can't argue with that, can't bud. I uh, can't argue with that. And of course, if you, <clears throat> if you check out the last you know, 10, 20, they're all gold like they always are. Iron Sheik, yeah. uh, you know, the, the, the legend himself. It's, uh, it's tough stuff. The man who invented the word jabroni. And then the Rock just kind of took it. And you and grow, it, but he acknowledges he acknowledges Shiki. And I think uh, I think MJF pulled out a jabroni in a in a big promo of his too this week, possibly as a an homage to the man, the first heel. Without him, there without him, there's no Hogan. Without without the Iron Sheik, there is no Hogan run. I mean, someone else, but yeah. He was he was a big part. He Someone big else part. could, yeah, w maybe would have filled that f those shoes eventually, but uh, yeah, it, it, it wouldn't was, have it had the him. personality. Exactly the 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 uh, the longevity of of being known. <laughs> yeah, it's uh yeah tough stuff, but hey, 
um life goes on he was also like 82 or something so pretty fucking old uh let's get into the professional wrestling week <laughs> then like we said because there is a lot of uh there was a lot of fucking action going on so labo let's just get into uh one of the pay-per-views then review kick off a little action yeah. let's kick off a little uh double or nothing 2023 like we said we can definitely well there's some highlights i think from all of the uh from all the shows that we can definitely get to yeah we won't give a blow by blow but we can mention the winners and some uh, big spots here and there um i guess of course pre-show anyone watch the pre-show for double or nothing is it is it free on youtube i probably right yeah they do that that's cool oh i'm asking did you watch it Oh, you said anybody, so I kind of thought you meant like the. Royal <laughs> I meant anybody, anybody here, anybody here, anybody, <laughs> anybody here. No, I only saw the unfortunate Jeff Hardy botch. Uh, yeah, which they are claiming wasn't a botch, and I kind of buy it because he was selling his foot, and then it happened in the match. So I don't know. Either okay, way, okay, yeah. I didn't get any context on it. Yeah. Either way, that was the only part of the match anyone remembers, and the Hardys win, so they win Ethan Page's contract, but. Anyways, enough of that. Main show, we kick off with the Blackjack 21-man Battle Royal for Orange Cassidy's international title. And uh, this wasn't a, uh, what do they call the, the poker chip one? Um, the, 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 no. Hmm. Casino. Yeah. They'll call casino it like a battle, casino battle. Yeah. So this was different than that. Royal. They all just started, this one, they all start in the ring. So just chaos. Everyone's getting thrown around, eliminated. Final two, we get Swerve Strickland, Orange Cassidy. They have a nice little showdown. Fight their way onto the apron. Um, yeah, at one point, Swerve gets punched. He's hanging on the ropes by one arm. Cassidy goes to charge the orange punch, but then he just calmly walks over, kicks Swerve's arm, falls to the floor. Cassidy wins, retains the title against 20 other men. I think he's done. Hasn't he done this, though, before? Haven't we had a international championship battle royal? Am I crazy? Um, I don't I think we've crazy. had one for the title. Right. I mean, we've had plenty of battle royals. We've had so plenty. Of, we've had plenty of buy-ins. I, the, the, the casino metaphors are a little <laughs> too much for me sometimes. Uh, it was <laughs> but yeah, fun, though. Was I miss the excitement. For... I think it's been since last. I think the all-out that Daniel Bryan, sorry, Bryan Danielson debuted. What was that one? Was that all-out 2021? Yeah, 2021. I think that was the last time I feel like we had that classic, uh, the, w- the way they did it initially, where it's like four people come in at a time, the suits. Yeah. Remember that? That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't done that. Weird. We haven't done that in a long time. I liked that. It was felt like a very unique element, you know? Yeah, but I guess for this one, they just wanted to have Cassidy in there the whole time, so he looks better mm-hmm. fighting. I don't know. Either way, it was fun. Uh, after that, we had Adam Cole, Chris Jericho, unsanctioned match. Sabu in there, special enforcer. Uh, he does a dive through a table, so he gets taken out. And yeah, he Anyways. doesn't. He doesn't do much enforcing. No, he was gone within thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. It was <laughs> <laughs> so much so that commentary stopped uh, wondering where he was. Yeah. And then, of course, the usual chairs, kendo sticks. Britt Baker runs out, starts hitting Jericho. Uh, 
yeah, eventually we get some chains. They uh, they tie the chain to each other. So we get an impromptu chain match. And then uh, Adam Cole wraps the chain around his leg, hits the boom, and then just starts beating the shit out of Jericho until Aubrey calls for the bell. Ref stoppage. Jericho's got a black eye already, but uh, the match itself wasn't really that special. The crowd was kind of dead. The crowd felt dead for a big portion of it. And a lot just- of this show, actually. A lot of the show, the crowd felt tired or just worn out or yeah. maybe just not into it in general. Certainly not like we're used to seeing. Yeah, and this match itself. I mean, like, it wasn't a, the worst match, but it was, yeah, just nothing memorable, nothing special, especially because we've got stip matches coming later. Yeah, bit of a weird one. But uh, well, Anyways, we'll, after yeah, that. More, stip, more stips. I guess, though, the AW Tag Team Championship, the Cash Wheeler, Dax Harwood defending against whatever we're calling ourselves here, double J, double E, double R, double T, double J, double L, <laughs> double L. <laughs> uh, the yeah. Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett team. Of course, Mark Briscoe is the ref. Because yep, I guess he has, because I guess he has like a hand in both pots, I guess. He's friends with FTR, but the uh, the other group have infiltrated yeah, him so he's calling it down the middle until Jarrett sneaks in with the guitar swings at dax he ducks briscoe gets hit uh so ftr hit the shattering machine but they can't make the pin that's when aubrey edwards comes running out sanjay gets in her way so she shoves him down and then karen Jarrett smashes a guitar over aubrey's head which this was the loudest moment the crowd has been up until this point <laughs> big heat for that and this and this was also uh, but these first three matches pretty long. I felt like this was coming up to thirty minutes here, uh, or sorry, uh, sixty minutes. Yeah, just yeah, in, in the first so. three it's... matches. Yeah, so uh, we got the guitar smashes. We got uh, title belt weaponry. Jarrett hits the stroke, makes the cover. Briscoe crawls over. Dax kicks out. So Jarrett's pissed. He slaps Briscoe in the face. Briscoe slaps him back. FTR hit the shadow machine, get the win, retain the belts, and they hug with Briscoe. So all is well between them. Yeah, it was the, it was a little little retaining. Can we move past them? Hopefully, uh, we all know FTR yeah. is better than this. And <laughs> even when the guns were champs, this this tag division was looking kind of thin. And it was you know FTR wins it, <clears throat> wins it again. It's like great. Now it's time to beef it back up. Where's the beef, I ask? Yeah, let's get some fresh, younger challengers here in the division. Some real teams. Yeah, some real teams you know, with real teams names. Teams with a name. Teams with <laughs> exactly. a name. There should be a rule that you're not allowed to uh, challenge for a championship, or at least uh, the tag team championship, unless you have a name. Yeah. Uh, after that, Wardlow, Christian Cage, ladder match. For the TNT title. So, of course, lots of smacking around. Bumps onto the ladder. Uh, Luchasaurus comes out at one point. Um, so then Arn Anderson comes out to stop him. Uh, and then at one point, they like... Christian's climbing the ladder. Wardlow jumps on the ladder. And this thing, like, twists in half. Almost just crumples under his weight. It's and, yeah, and, you, and you can see the refs. The refs are there holding these things the whole time. Yeah, he was about to climb the crooked ladder, but then they're like, no. <laughs> and they're like, no, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. 
Uh, so Luchasaurus grabs Wardlow. That's when Arn Anderson runs in. So Lucha chokes Anderson, but then Arn bites down on his thumb. And then just an absurd amount of fake blood was coming out. Like, uh, where the hell did yeah. this even come from? Was, it, was well, this I, like a class? <laughs> is it was this movie magic? Yeah, I think it was like a big blood packet. So I was watching the spot as he's doing it. He kind of like lifts his shirt up to his mouth. So I think he had it stashed and then he bit into it. Wow. Uh, so Lucha's thumb had like a little bit of blood, but Aaron's mouth was just dripping. It was like it was like Shayna Baszler when she bit Becky Lynch on the neck. <laughs> I forgot about that. God, how could I forget yeah. about that? So a rare fake blood spot here in AEW. Wow. Yeah. But uh, so anyways, the big moment of the match, Luchasaurus is all fucked up from his thumb getting bit. So Wardlow lays him out on two tables on the floor. Then he climbs up a super tall ladder, hits a fucking massive swanton bomb off the ladder onto Luchasaurus through the tables. Crazy. Crazy what move. spot. What a move. The tallest ladder and the tallest guy. Like the top, the top of that ladder is reserved <laughs> for short Jeff Hardy types only. Yeah, he's I'm sure he's got six inches on Hardy or but Yeah. That uh yeah, that's a potential spot of the year candidate right there. Wow, mark it, mark it down right here. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Potential. Potential. It's a potential. But <laughs> so anyways, that's the big move. But of course, Wardlow's shaken up a bit. Christian climbs the ladder. Arn Anderson tips it over. Wardlow catches him midair with a power bomb. And that does the trick. Wardlow climbs the ladder, unhooks the belt, retains. Well done. Well done. Yeah, and and Christian Cage is probably most involved. He's been uh, in in something significant since that injury of his. Maybe here and uh, since he was the uh, Impact Champion, he really uh, took a back seat in a lot of that uh, Jungle Boy kind of stuff. Yeah, they did have that casket match. They had the they had the blow off match. Um, yeah, but, but still, yeah, this re- this really got me. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had the women's title, Jamie Hayter taking on Tony Storm. But during Jamie's entrance, the outcasts beat her up all around the ring, target her injured arm, which is turns out to be a real injury, which will explain the way this match turned out because, uh, yeah, she goes in. She's all beaten up. Uh, we start getting distractions at ringside. Uh, Ruby sprays the spray paint in Jamie Hayter's eyes. And then uh, the turnbuckle gets exposed at one point, so Hater gets knocked into the buckle. Tony hits the Storm Zero and gets the win. Tony Storm, new woman's champion. Dethroning. First ever. De- first ever two-time? First ever two-time woman's champion. Wow. Yeah. And first ever two-gimmick champion also. She had a, she had a <laughs> different, different look. I guess. Different look back then. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, obviously a surprising win, but it turns out Hater's got a real injury, so that would explain it, and this match is only like three minutes long, so sucks for Hater, <laughs> but you know, mm-hmm. I'm glad there's no interim title, so. And I mean, <laughs> we've only had uh, probably four title defenses by her uh, total, maybe? Uh yeah, she won it in November, so probably. And then and then we had Rev- like and that. she definitely defended Revolution. I can't really remember yeah, anything and then else. Yeah, a couple but... dynamites here and there. Yeah. But uh yeah, sucks for Hater, but uh you know, Tony's as 
good a choice as anyone else next. So yeah, especially yeah, for the faction so. themselves too. The outcasts sell some T-shirts. Hey, ya, uh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and of the three, I'd say Tony's the best in ring. So yeah. So anyways, that was that. After that, you had the trios titles: House of Black defending against the acclaimed and Billy Gunn. House rules match. Um, uh, which like which the, means the, the cool black, the cool yeah, crowd the special lighting. lights, the ro- yeah, the no rope breaks, twenty counts, all that. But uh, the the rap that Max Caster did had a great line where the- he says, "Buddy acts all ominous when he's getting cucked by a kid named Dominic." <laughs> yeah, it was a real stretch of the rhyme. Yeah, but, not quite uh, the rhyme, but the it reaction was, was real. Great. It was a real stretch of the rhyme where, you know, he said there's like, if I hold out some syllables longer than they're normally supposed to be. Uh, yeah, and it, <laughs> and it got the big, oh. Yeah, I mean, later on in the match, we got Dominic Chance and Mommy Chance. So yeah. Shows how over those two are that it's 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 bled show. over, yeah. Yeah, so fun match. Uh at the end, Billy hits a famous sir to Buddy, but he gets too cocky, starts telling him to suck it. That's when Malachi sneaks up behind, hits the spinning heel kick, which they finally given a name to. It's called The End, and that's exactly what it is. Gets the pinfall win, House of Black retain. And they're, they're just on the ups, these motherfuckers. Can't wait to see what's yeah. next. Can't wait to see who the next uh, challengers are for that trios championship you know hopefully we can build uh, another team another group of guys yeah is there a big trios team in new japan that could fight them at forbidden door maybe whoever their trios maybe a, a, a bullet club thing yeah, <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but I, I i got to assume they would be on the card yeah probably but I don't know. I guess it depends on how many uh, New Japan title matches they have and stuff as well. But we'll mm-hmm. figure that out. No, I'd we rather wildly speculate. Well, we only got two weeks. So. Only two weeks. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've I'm, I'm been looking at the calendars recently and just like, you know, kind of plan it, starting to plan out the summer. It's like, God damn it. It is so close. Uh, next match, next match is up for that TBS championship. Like you were saying, uh, Jay Cargill defending against Taya Valkyrie, Canada's own apparently, which they tell us every time. But I, I don't know why I don't think of her as Canadian at all. Is that on me? No, I had no idea until they did that show in Winnipeg. But cool. <laughs> anyways, the match, uh, probably ended up being one of Cargill's best matches ever. You don't normally get a competitive 10-minute match. And the crowd was ten, actually really into Jade. And 10 minutes was the, uh, the, the, the key word there. Yeah. So a 10-minute Good match. Val- Valkyrie got to hit her finisher, the road to Valhalla. But Jade kicks out. So that got the crowd going. Big near fall. Uh, but then Jade hits a super kick. And the Jaded gets the win, retains the belt. And then right after, Mark Sterling gets on the mic. Says Jade can beat anyone. Anytime, any place, she's prepared to fight. There's nobody left. And that's when Chris Statlander makes her return. Nice big pop for her. Um, 
And yeah, we just we get the title match just like that. Jade versus Stat. Title on the line. Jade goes for the pump kick. Statlander ducks. Uh, yeah, and then eventually she hits her her package tombstone pile driver move that they're calling the Sunday Night Fever. And that gives Statlander the win. New TBS champion. Wow, finally. Oh my lord. Yeah. And this and this for the crowd. This was the moment of the night thus far for the crowd. Also, this yeah, was a huge definitely. moment when Chris Statlander came out, and then of course when she got that dub, pinning the champion uh, after what six hundred plus days or something. It's got to be something like that. Yeah, at least five hundred days, sixty straight wins. Um, yeah, awesome moment, great return. Nice to have Statlander mm-hmm. back. Yeah, so that, see, that's how you build a champion, like a women's championship, right? Start the reign out with a fabulous moolah style reign of just <laughs> years and years of dominance nothing close and then someone else can win and then we can just keep going you know we can move on from that we have <clears throat> we have the bruno san martino record great let's get this shit rolling you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah i mean hopefully statlander can get a nice healthy reign but uh yeah we don't need to go 500 days again that's for sure no 500 days but. of of nothing yeah, of like three opponents that actually had a chance, something like that. But then it gets to the point where they don't have a chance. Yeah. So, fun moment, fun return. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to the world heavyweight title match, the four pillars match MJF, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, Sammy Guevara, and Darby Allen. And before the match even starts, during Sammy's entrance, he does his old cue card gimmick. Uh, but then at the end, he pulls off the card that says, him and Ty Mello are pregnant, having a baby. That's so, so nice. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this perhaps explains the uh, the baby face actions he's been doing. Oh, because he's so. doing the dad thing. Want to be a good dad. Yeah, yeah you know? want to be a good dad for your kid. And Ty uh, Mello, you know, that I'm sure booing a pregnant lady, they don't want that. Yeah, that'd probably well, be bad. Probably won't be on TV. One thing I love about <laughs> one thing I love about pregnancy announcements is that you immediately know that the couple doesn't use any form of protection <laughs> or pull out <laughs> or anything. It gives you just like a say because up until they tell you that they're pregnant, you don't know. For all you know, they you know <laughs> they're they're using you know they're doing all whatever sort of means IUDs condoms all all sorts of things, but then they tell you and then you get a quick glimpse of like that's cool, that's cool. <laughs> I never really thought about it like that. I've I've only <laughs> thought about it like that. Uh, Zach and I have always thought that pregnant women are hilarious because it means that uh, nobody pulled out and thus that is very very funny. Uh, so let's get in. Let's get into the match. Like you said, it is this uh, fatal four-way babyface, uh, Daddy Sammy, Daddy G, Daddy G, Daddy G. That could be a good nickname. <laughs> Much better than Shorty G. Much better than Shorty. I forgot about Shorty G. Uh, yeah, taking on Darby Allen, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, and Cool Entrance MJF. He's in full devil mask, kind of looking like he did. Uh, what was that? Would that have been full gear? Uh, all look, out. Was all the out was the return. Yeah, he had the, he had the same yeah. gimmick. He had the same look. 
Yeah, and they had like a throne that he like lowered down to the ring or to the ramp from. And uh, Jungle Boy was the only one that didn't get a special entrance because Darby had like this weird Elvis wedding thing. And I don't know, because oh, they were yeah. in Vegas. Anyways, does not matter. Uh, also, match was not the main event. There was still one more match after mm-hmm. this, but I think they proved they should have been because this match was outstanding. Crowd was amazing. Everyone delivered. Too much action to cover, but uh, one of the cool spots was when all four guys hit their mentors finishers. So Darby hits Sting, Scorpion, Death Drop. Sammy hits Jericho's Code Breaker. Jungle Boy hits Christian's Kill Switch, and then MJF hits Cody's Crossroads. So just a cool little moment one after uh, another there. Yeah, instead of doing their own finishers, they all do their daddy's finishers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a lot of daddy. A lot of daddy oh, spots in this. A lot of daddy spots on this match here. Because, uh, yeah, a bit later when it's just MJF and Sammy in the ring, he grabs the mic. He's like, Sammy, I saw the cue card. You, you got a baby on the way. You need the money, buddy. Just lay down. Think about the baby. Sammy looking very conflicted. He takes the mic. He says, all right, I'll lay down. I'll take the money. Gets on his back. MJF goes to pin him. Sammy counters. Big roll up. Big two count. Crowd popped for that. I thought it might have happened. I thought it might have. <laughs> they got me. They got, got everyone. Me. It got me. Uh, but let's skip over to the ending sequences. Uh, Sammy runs at MJF but gets hit with a low blow all legal here in the fatal four-way mm-hmm. and then he puts on the diamond ring but darby nails him from behind with the skateboard then he hits the coffin drop but he doesn't make the cover right away because he wants to beat max with the side headlock takeover uh but that allowed jungle boy to break things up so the crowd's just going wild the match is on fire mjf tries to hit jack with the title belt but he blocks it takes it away thinks about using it against darby but throws it down he doesn't want to win like that. So Darby counters, catches him in the Last Supper. Jungle Boy kicks out. Uh, and then Darby sets Jack up for the coffin drop. But just as he's about to jump, MJF runs in, puts the title on top of Jack. So Darby hits the coffin drop right onto the belt. And then MJF picks him up, hits the side headlock takeover, and gets the win. MJF retains the title. In what was without a doubt match of the night, match up up to this point, the crowd finally had a reason to to really give something. Because you were right, they've been soft all night. Yeah, they uh, they were, but this match did not disappoint in any way at all. Because I'm gonna say five stars. Wow! <gasps> Sound the alarm, folks. <laughs> It's been officially now recorded. That we keep track of these things. Now that we keep track of these things, wow! It's been officially re- reported by Mike Shepard. Five star match. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I I don't think I don't think it was five star for me, but that doesn't mean uh, to say that it was by far my favorite match of the night. Yeah. Either well, not way, not by far, but it was by this was it. Yeah, this might have been my match of the weekend. Yeah. I think. I mean, yeah, we we don't. Maybe you don't quite see it as a five star, but for me, this is even a match of the year candidate. But well, market or mar- just mark it down, baby. <laughs> <laughs> candidate, candidate. Wow. Uh, but yeah, either way, no matter what you rate this match, we can agree it was fantastic. All four guys delivered. 
true they showed truly why they are the pillars the young pillars of this company and mm-hmm. mjf he only wrestles every couple of months but he's on this streak of just banger after banger between the iron man match the moxley match this match i mean that's what's that's what's hard about mjf right you just want him to yeah. you want you, you know is is that on us for wanting him to do a banger every fucking week no that's 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 Ray Phoenix's job. Let Ray Phoenix put on do awesome shit every week. Uh, let MJF do it once every couple months. I think it has. I've, I've, it's, it's coming around. I'm coming around to it. It's adding to the uh, the mystery of it all. So uh, let's just get to the main event then of Double or Nothing: the Anarchy in the Arena match, Blackpool Combat Club taking on the Elite. And they had a live band playing Wild Thing for uh, the entrance. Mm-hmm. And then they just stuck around for like a couple laps. Like three, they went through the song like three times. Yeah, I guess. Well, so what, what, what do you think? They were like, vamp, vamp. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think they did this last year when they played it over the speakers and they just kept it going for the like first half of the match so I guess oh yeah they wanted to repeat it yeah yeah but, well, i mean it is anarchy like there's no like script anarchy is supposed to be wild and crazy uh yeah you the, know uh, the lead singer was a little, had some weird face paint going on uh, now it kind of looks like a mask a and, it looks like a mask initially <laughs> I was like, oh, they're doing like, like a Jabberwocky type thing. Uh, but I can assure you, Mike, it was not a Jabberwocky. Yeah, I just think there was, you know, the the all black face with red paint near the lips just looks a little sketchy. That's all. Yeah, it's the red. And honestly, I'll tell you what it is. It's the red paint around the lips. Yeah, it wasn't like on his lips, but it was like, yeah, it, it was just a weird look. A little too close to black face. Yep. But whatever. Uh, so. They're playing the song. The Bucks have had enough. They super kick them so we can finally hear the crowd react. And yeah, you get as described. Just anarchy. Uh, hard time keeping track of all the action because there's like eight people, but only so many cameras. And you can only focus on one thing and at a time. And they did this better for the stadium stampede, if you can recall. Because I think, you know, they because it was uh, kind of pre-filmed possibly or in that kind of way, they were able to give the proper time to everybody when it's all live what the fuck it's wild yeah it's like impossible to catch every single spot there's a couple times that they did split screen but even still you can't see everything i wonder what it's like to be a spectator for those yeah like being in the arena would be a different i guess if you're kind of there like uh, let's say you can see everyone then suddenly like you can't see one group and then you're kind of looking at the other one you're kind of jarting your eyes back and forth between like if you see somebody starting to set up a table or starting to set up a big spot yeah yeah so that's what we got though lots of weapons guys getting cut open you know moxie's gonna blade um we bring back the giant poker chip which is covered in barbed wire so we get some suplexes onto there nice callback between kenny and mox the uh that was the debut right when he hit the paradigm shift on the poker chips to kenny that was the uh that was moxley's debut yeah it was the first time we saw him yeah so Fun callback there. Uh, Claudio and Matt Jackson pair off. They fight through the concourse all the way into the parking lot where Claudio pile drives Matt into the back of a pickup truck. So Matt's out for a while. Um, 
then Omega did a fun spot where he had a trash can lid and he just goes all Captain America. He was holding it like a shield and just beating people up. Yeah, that was a cool one. That was a cool bit. Yeah, but uh, I think most people's favorite spot of the match comes when Moxley, he's got Nick and a Boston Crab submission. Matt Jackson comes limping down the ramp, gets in the ring, and then he hits a fucking exploding super kick. And this was more explosion <laughs> than the death than the Barb Deathwire match. This was yeah. There's no way it can, be, it can be safe for a firework to go off that close to your face. <laughs> I mean, you said it. This this one little spot completely outdid the main event of that <laughs> pay per view of the barbed wire. The but, barbed wire. I mean, literally, his boot his boot exploded when he kicks Moxley in the head. Just big puff of sparks and smoke and yeah. It looks it looks like a Power yeah. Ranger getting super kicked. Sparks were just flying. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say this spot of the year <laughs> candidate right now. <laughs> you know what? I'd have to get. I'd have to give it to you. Uh, I would have to agree. The the maybe the we've never seen it. The absurdity of it all. How it looked. The crowd yeah. who was also not expecting it. And then suddenly I just mean, saw... Who the hell could expect that? <laughs> We've all seen a million super kicks. We've never seen one like that. <laughs> um, wow. So that was, um, that was amazing. Uh, then, of course, we have to get some thumbtacks. So the combat club, they pour out the thumbtacks. They take off Matt Jackson's boot. And then they throw him feet first. He lands right on the tacks. You can just see them sticking in. He's bleeding. That was a painful one. God, yeah, the tacks are always painful. Yeah, but I mean, I'd rather get it in my back than my foot. It just feels like... Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, it feels like... More area to spread. Exactly, it's kind of like it's the sleeping <laughs> on uh, a bed of nails, that kind of thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they shove some tacks into Matt's mouth. Claudio uppercuts him, so he's spitting over tacks everywhere. That's when Don Callis jumps in, gives Yuta the screwdriver. He stabs Hangman. Uh, Kenny grabs Yuta for the one-winged angel, but then Don Callis jumps in. So Kenny's ready to attack Don when this masked man jumps in the ring, attacks Kenny. No, it's not CM Punk. He takes off his mask. It's Takeshita. He has joined the dark side, turned on the elite. Just like... You know, and we saw we saw this uh, years ago, or saw, saw this months ago, Don Callis sizing up Takeshita. Yeah. They kind of had some tease going on there, and he's made his choice. So, uh, yeah, this allows a wheeler to Yuta to stab Kenny with the screwdriver and then apply the seatbelt. And Wheeler Yuta, of all people, gets the one, two, three biggest pinfall win of his life. I can't believe that. Usually he's the guy that gets pinned. <clears throat> yeah, so that's huge moment for here to, to close out the main event of Double or Nothing. Wow. And, uh, you know, and what you said, you know, these things can be mess. These things can be messy. But uh, that spot, <laughs> that spot may have done it. Yeah, that's, yeah, I'll always remember that spot out of everything. Uh, so that was the show. I mean, yeah, the undercard was a little weak. The crowd wasn't that into it. Yeah, by, by the I second half. I really got to blame the crowd on this one. Yeah. But uh, the final three matches, pretty much from the TBS title on, was all great. Everyone was hot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that four-pillar match, that was an all-timer. An all-timer AEW match. Wow. Right there, so. And you know, and so this is now MJF, who just 
is putting on these all timers after all timers. <laughs> yeah. So that was that. That was that. So we just shift on over to uh let's just shift on over to Night of Champions. The other big show from the weekend. We're live. Saudi Arabia on the on a cool on a cool desert night. Number five. We've been here. We've been here five times already, or four times already, here in Jeddah. We women are here too. Yeah, Sammy Zane's here. Kevin Owens Sammy is here. Sammy Zane is here. Uh, but it is Night of Champions, so we kick off with the World Heavyweight Title match. So a bit of a surprise, mm-hmm. but there was three main events. Yeah, the and they said this they throughout the night. There's oh, it's a three main event. I don't know. That's arbitrary yeah. when one of the main events is the first match. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so that's the match. AJ Styles, Seth Rollins for the world title. Uh, just a real good competitive match, as you'd expect. Uh, we jump to the end. AJ hits a pedigree. Then he goes for the phenomenal forearm, but Rollins catches in midair with a super kick. Then a bit later, he hits the curb stomp. One, two, three. Seth Rollins, new world heavyweight champion. Yeah, I think we saw it. We saw him picking it up. We saw him collecting gold. Yeah, yeah. I think most people thought he would be the right choice to lead Raw. You get the big pyro celebration. Triple H gives him the belt. Yeah, so Daddy gives him the belt. A lot of dad stuff. S- A lot of dad <laughs> stuff. Father's Day is coming up. It is. So. <laughs> Uh, Trish Stratus, Becky Lynch. Of course, we got the full body suits for the women once again. But Becky pulling out the Kill Bill, the uh, yellow and black leather biker suit. Th- hasn't she worn Looking this once cool. before? I th- we've definitely I seen her so. wear this once before. Yeah, but always looks good. Yes. Um, and yeah, match was fine. Crowd likes both of them. Uh, eventually, Trish... Distracts the referee. Zoe Starks comes sliding out from under the ring. Hits Becky with the Z360. And she got her good. Becky's nose is just busted open right away. Hopefully not broken, but uh, bleeding pretty good. And that puts Becky in danger. Trish hits Stratisfaction and gets the big win with big help from Zoe Stark. I think it was a pretty good match. It was, it was, it was, it was yeah. fine. Do you know, uh, did, was this Trish Stratus's, since her return, uh, I guess her first singles match. I think so. Yeah. She did the six, 15 the, minutes or the so. Six she, man tag and then she won the championship. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she lasted 15 minutes. Pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. And I think uh, with the, uh, Zoe Stark <laughs> appearance, she was probably sticking around a little longer. Yeah. And good for Zoe, you know, gives her someone a big name to attach herself to while she gets her herself recognized. Agreed. Her recognition. Agreed. Uh, next, we got Guntar defending his Intercontinental title against Mustafa Ali. So, of course, big, big pop for Ali. Not his home country, but, you know, adjacent. Or yeah, they, yeah they like him, of course. Yeah, they like him. He's a good guy. Uh, but, of course, Gunther just overpowering him, chopping the shit out of him, tossing him all around. Ali, though, gets a one big moment. He hits the 450 splash. Big near fall. Uh, goes for another one, but Gunther avoids. 
and then he hits the massive power bomb. So Gunther gets the win, retains, but still nice showing for Mustafa Ali. Yeah, Mustafa Ali. Uh, anytime a little guy sells uh, the chop, it always looks a little more impressive because they they can fall back way quicker. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, snap back. The snap back instead of like a big lumbering guy who kind of like fall has to fall back gently. <laughs> yeah, like Braun Strowman. <laughs> yeah, like Braun or some shit. Then we go to Bianca Belair defending the Raw Women's Title versus Asuka, and uh, yeah, match was going well in the corner. Asuka goes for the mist, but Bianca ducks and avoids the misting. Uh, so Asuka kind of crawls over to the apron and then she has another mist, but this time she just sprays it onto her her own fingers so that when Bianca comes to pick her up for the KOD, Asuka rubs her fingers into Belair's eyes, which blinds her. And then she hits her with two big kicks to the head, makes the cover, and gets the win. Asuka, huge upset. Ending the historic reign. Who knew that there was a second a second spitter? <laughs> exactly. The uh, the <sighs> second spitter on the apron got Bianca. And, I mean, yeah, I was very surprised from this. This was literally a, a, like a, a jaw dropping. My mouth went. <gasps> you, your mouth was agape. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but you know, Bianca broke the record, so she was playing with house money. She's the longest reigning Raw Women's Champion, and even though she's on SmackDown, this the belt will remain on SmackDown because that's where Oscar works. That's where so, Oscar uh, works. It started. <laughs> it's actually made me think about the things that people could be putting on their fingers to rub into people's eyes. I, this doesn't happen very often. I'm thinking something like mayonnaise. Dip your finger <laughs> into a little a little jar of mayonnaise. Put it in someone's eye. That's going to sting. They're going to have to wipe it out. It's going to be all <laughs> goopy. And in that time, you can definitely reverse, uh, you know, reverse something. Get them down. Oscars, yeah, the, you know. Tangy zip. Tangy of zip miracle, miracle Whip. Whip. Exactly. Imagine if it was Miracle hey, Whip. <laughs> get some of that tangy zip in your face. Um, Yeah. So surprising win. Oscar wins the belt. But, uh, you know, Bianca had a great run, so I can't complain. Yeah. And. She'll always be in. Can, she can win the title back and edit at the drop of a hat. So. Of course. Uh, our other women's title match, Rhea Ripley defend against Natalia, but really nothing to it. Dominic's talking trash to Natty, which distracts her. Rhea runs in, beats her up, hits the rip tie, gets the win in one minute and ten seconds. A quick Damn. one, as we expected. That's the Natalia way. Lose quickly. Yeah. She got a nice paycheck, so Ex nothing to <laughs> Yeah. Our second of three main events, Brock Lesnar takes on Cody Rhodes. <clears throat> and since Brock broke Cody's arm the week before, he's wrestling with a cast made out, out of titanium, um, which he is fully allowed to use however he wants as a weapon. Uh, I guess it's part of his gear. I I guess that's he why he's allowed to whip people with his belt sometimes. S similar logic. Yeah. You know, like when you have knee braces on, you can still knee people in the head with the metal. So, yeah, I guess that's uh, yeah. So that's what Cody does. He's just clubbing Brock in the head with his metal cast. And uh, but, you know, it's still an easy target to, for Brock. So he works over the arm and go back and forth. Cody hits a crossroads. Brock kicks out. Brock hits F5. Cody kicks out. 
So the crowd's getting pretty hot. Lesnar gets Cody in the Kimura lock. Cannot escape. But Cody refuses to tap out. And instead he just passes out from the pain. So the ref calls for the bell. Brock Lesnar is your winner. One and one. They've 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 flipped it back and forth. One on one. You know it means we're gonna have number three. We gotta. Yeah. Whether that's Money in the Bank or SummerSlam, one or the other. Um, yeah, we gotta. Well, I guess, well, well, I guess we have to re- wait for Cody, Cody's arm to recover. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's already been a couple weeks. I think, depending on the severity of it, you know, eight weeks is. I don't know. Not a bad window. When I broke my wrist, I don't know. His might be an arm might be worse than the wrist. I don't yeah, know. and Mike, and you weren't getting there in the ring with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I would have. He gave me the chance. <laughs> Put me in, coach. Let's go to the main event of Night of Champions. We've got the undisputed tag titles on the line. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens taking on Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa. Uh, for Sami's entrance, he comes out wearing, I don't know what the what the proper term is, you know, like a traditional the, the Muslim. Traditional garb. Yeah, the Muslim outfit. And the crowd just going nuts for Sami. The man who couldn't enter the country for years is getting as big a pop here as he did in Montreal. Yeah, it's dare I say, punk in Chicago, Brett in Canada, Sammy in Saudi Arabia. I think I think you can say it. You can add it. Yeah, this was this was just crazy. They're singing this song. You could tell Sammy was getting emotional just uh, being in this moment, and he grabs the microphone. Cuts a promo in Arabic, and the crowd's just going insane. <laughs> Nuclear. And, yeah. And the match itself was awesome. 26 minutes of main event level action. Uh, we jump into it. Reigns, he's, we're already into the match. He goes for another spear. Sammy avoids, so the ref gets taken out. That's when Owen spears Reigns to the floor, but then the Usos show up. They were told not to be here, but they're here. They attack. They beat up Owens. Uh, then they get back in the ring to unleash a flurry of super kicks onto Sammy. They go for one last double super kick, but Sammy ducks and Solo gets nailed right as Roman was standing back up. Right when he turned so around. Yeah, perfect timing. Uh, so all he sees is the Usos kicking Solo in the head. So he gets in there just, what the fuck? Why are you even here? He shoves Jimmy in the face. Then he shoves Jay. Then he turns around into a super kick from Jimmy. Jay can't believe it. He's like, Why'd you do that, man? And Jimmy says, I'm doing what you should have done a long time ago. And he super kicks Reigns again. So Roman, he's out. He's on the floor. Jimmy grabs Jay. We got to get out of here, man. And Jay doesn't even know what to do. Uh, so Solo Sokoa is all alone now. Kevin Owens hits a stunner. Sammy hits the haluva kick. Another referee finally runs down. We make the count. One, two, three. Sammy and Owens retain the titles. Great match. Great ending. Great ending. Wow. This this bloodline story, you know, seemed a couple weeks like it might have started to cool off. And then we just take another turn here. It's right back. How did we? Yeah. How did we? How did we just turn it back on? Yeah. So going to be some big fallout from this one yeah no it really is yeah there will be heads heads will roll shakes are (laughs) something 
Yeah. And because remember, because this was on, this was, uh, you know, we are on the heels of the 1,000 day, the 1,000 day reign. That was it. Yeah, yeah, he was he was really hoping to add an extra couple belts, but uh, no, Jimmy Uso had other things to say. Jimmy Uso had anything to say. Yeah, I have to agree. Uh, okay, so same day or same weekend. God, let's quickly run through some of the highlights of Battleground. Yeah, so this was the day of, or no, it was the exact same time. Same time, same day. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyways, let's just go through it quickly. Triple threat North American title match. Wesley, Tyler Bate, Joe Gacy. Gacy goes for the upside down. Lee counters with the cardiac kick. Gets the win, retains. So Wesley, I think he's the longest reigning North American champ. I think uh, I think Roderick's uh, Roddy. I think would be would be the whoever would hold that record right now would come to mind. But yeah, this was fast paced. It was a fantastic opening match for the NXT Showcase. Yeah, as usual. Yeah. Let me get a quick. Yeah, I think he's now the longest. Well, there you go. Congratulations, Wesley. Let's move on uh, to the next match of the night. It was uh, this Heritage Cup final. Uh, Gnome Dar taking on Dragon Lee. We don't have to explain the rules. <laughs> yeah, it's all weird. Um, comes down to a best two out of three. So, of course, we're tied 1-1. When uh, this woman, Jakara Jackson, runs out, distracts the ref. Flash Legend appears. They're all teaming up against Dragon Lee. He gets hit in the head with a metal bucket. Noam Dar hits his finisher, gets the pinfall, so he wins 2-1, to one, retains the cup. Yeah, I didn't understand the rules, cheating. so that's made it uh, really confusing. Confusing. Also, I thought Dragon Lee was, just, is, is, a, is supposed to be bomb. A weird way. Yeah, but a well, weird I mean, match to screwed. showcase him. Yeah, the rules are weird. The cup's weird. The whole thing's kind of, yeah. I don't know. Let's okay. just move on. Die Jack took on Ilya Dragunov in a last man standing match. So, uh, yeah. Just hard-hitting brawl, lots of weapons, stiff strikes. Uh, eventually, Dijak gets laid out with a head on its chair. Dragonov runs, jumps off the steel steps. Big elbow into Dijak's head, driving it into the chair. And that's the killing blow. The ref counts to 10. Dragonov is your winner. And, and what we expected, I think, from at least Dominic Dijakovic, from, bo- from both of these guys, from Dijak, from Dragonov, I think this might have been the closest to a... Since the rebrand, I think this might have been the fuck one of the best matches of the rebrand. Really? I think so. I liked it. I liked it a lot, but yeah, uh, yeah off the top of my head, I don't know. Uh, what are we counting as the rebrand from like 2.0 From 2.0 and on. and on. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to think about it, but it was, yeah, definitely a good match. Yeah, very good. Uh, Gallus defended the tag titles against the Creed Brothers. So the Creeds are in control. Julius looks to finish things off when the third member of Gallus tries to interfere. So Ivy Nile goes after him, but then Ava Rain comes out, attacks Ivy. All of this distracts the Creed. Uh, So Gallus hit their finisher, get the pin, retain the titles. Retain the titles with this weird Ava Rain stuff. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, she's not even a part of Gallus, but she just hates the Creeds. She also hates the Creeds, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's go to my most anticipated match of the night for the vacant NXT Women's title, Tiffany Stratton, Lyra Valkyria. The match I've been waiting for. 
Uh, Tiffany playing the heel, but clearly the crowd favorite here. Uh, so, yeah, they just had a nice competitive match. The crowd's really into it, chanting NXT. Lyra goes for a powerbomb. Tiffany counters the Hurricane Rana and then hits the Rolling Slam, setting up the prettiest moonsault ever. And that gives Tiffany the win. New Women's Champion. It's time, baby. Yeah, time. It's it's uh, It thinks that uh, Roxy has had various injury problems. I think, you know, I think she would have been the start of something great for uh for 2.0 to stand for, to stand out, you know, their own thing. But yeah, uh I you think know, she'll 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 be back for a, sure. Yeah, but right now the present and the future of the women's division, Tiffany Stratton. She's here, standing ovation she got. And uh this actually ended up being the longest match on the card as well, so showing the woman can deliver. Yeah, but no. Oh, wow. I, never, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. Okay. The main event, Carmelo Hayes, Braun Breaker, NXT title. Uh, so, yeah, we forgot where this took place, but it, uh, it was Carmelo Hayes' hometown. I remember that. Much. Yeah, I think, Bo- so I think Boston were... area. Yeah. Let me see. Uh, yeah, Massachusetts. Lowell, Massachusetts. Okay, so yeah. Boston it- so yeah, super hot for Melo. Uh, they go back and forth. Braun goes for the power slam finisher. Carmelo counters with the code breaker. Uh, goes for a springboard, but gets hit midair with a big spear. Braun makes the pin, but Melo kicks out, fights back, hits nothing but net to get the win, retain the belt. Big celebration as the hometown fans cheer him on. And as we thought that he should retain, Braun's had his time. It's time to move on. Woof yeah, woof. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the pay per views that we had, and that was probably the first half of the show. Mike, we should take a break. All right. Let's we'll take a break. We'll buzz through some of the second half of the week. You're not going to want to miss it. Let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Brother, brother. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Brother, brother. Yeah. Mike, what was the last time you saw the movie Taxi Driver? With Robert De Niro, uh, directed by uh, Martin Scorsese. Yeah, uh, I, mm, not that long. Maybe like five or six years ago. I've probably seen it three or four times total. Big fan of the movie. Big fan. Big fan. I've seen it probably twice. Yeah. I would love to get my that number up. I'd love to bump it up to three. <laughs> when was the last time you watched it? Ten years ago, probably. Okay. So, uh, yeah, what made you think of it? Uh, Jess is picking what movie she wants to watch. She's scrolling through. Uh, so I, I suggested Taxi Driver. And she said no because yeah. she's not a rewatcher. She's not a rewatcher. She's a new She's a new watcher. So I want to watch a new movie or a movie I haven't seen before. <laughs> there's two types of people. There's, yeah. there's rewatchers and new watchers. Yeah, I think it's good to do a bit of both. Yeah. Uh... But yeah, I mean, there's certain movies I can watch again and again and again rather than take the risk on a new one. So <laughs> Take the risk. Because <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you want your two hours to be well spent, you know? Yeah, it's that's a good point. Or three if it's a Tarantino movie. <laughs> yeah, The Green Mile. 
I can watch that. Oh, that's a rewatcher, eh? Nah, that, that makes me too too For sad. Me. That makes me too sad. <laughs> yeah, but you know, sometimes you need that. I mean, I know some movie can make you feel. <sighs> if the movie can make you feel that strongly. It's it's good. I mean, I know what it? you're saying, but uh, you know, <laughs> I, I understand exactly what you're saying. <laughs> I know it's not for everyone. Some people. They don't want to confront those emotions. I, I Mike, it's not I have a problem with confronting <laughs> I'm emotions. I, I'm, just I'm just saying. I, I know. I know. <laughs> but we, at least we can agree it's a good movie. Yes. Okay. I agreed <laughs> all across the board. Uh, Rabisi plays uh, one of the one of the best or one of the most terrible villains you'll ever see. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Um, watch Taxi Driver: The Adventures of Travis Bickle. <laughs> Back on the second half, though the uh, the the important stuff, the professional wrestling, Mike, and nothing could be more important than I think uh, this week's edition of SmackDown. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. When we are officially celebrating Roman Reigns' 1,000-day reign as a champion, as the universal champion. Uh, take that. Kevin Owens, 186-day bullshit. No, we're celebrating <laughs> 1,000, baby. But also, also something I want to be underscored is also the like 420-plus day champ WWE championship reign. Like that should also work. We're coming up to Punk level. We're two weeks away from Punk, and then we've got the fucking it's Hogan and us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, and throughout the night they did like little retrospectives on the legendary title reign. They even showed CM Punk on screen. Wait, as like, and his name. They showed he was, face and yeah. name. Wow. Yeah, as he is approaching him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as we're probably a couple weeks away from that now. That will, uh, that is obviously going to close off the show, but there was a little, there were a few matches there in the, uh, in the in-between. There was a six-man tag. Brawling Brutes. Taking on Austin Theory and pretty deadly. Pretty deadly now, kind of two weeks straight here on SmackDown. Uh, solidified themselves maybe a bit more. Yeah. Yeah, they were pulling some funny business, some heel shenanigans, and uh, they managed to hit the spilt milk, get the win. So uh, nice to see them not jobbing out right away here on the main roster. Yeah, a team that's fun. They have a name, they have a thing, they have an entrance. Their outfits look the same. Like it's it's tag team one oh one, folks. Like they're just they, they cover it. Yeah. Uh and then right after we had another tag match, the OC versus Hit Row. Nothing really at all here. Uh OC hit Magic Killer get the win. God, the last time we saw them, what I can't even I can't even come close to remembering uh -huh. when. Yeah, it's like when AJ got injured, they're like, well, we don't need the rest of you. I mean, AJ's the real draw. And it was so cra And I remember it was so crazy that uh, he, like, Carl Anderson was the, that New Japan champion, and then he was on, uh, and then he's like, he signed with them, da fuck, and he went back and he yeah. defended the championship <laughs> again, we're all like, wait, what the actual hell? Uh, but no actual they... screen time. I heard that they negotiated 
uh, in their contracts this time around that if we're not going to be on TV that week, we don't need to travel to the show. So so they, they just got paid to sit at home for five months, do whatever they wanted. Wow. I, I It's crazy that that's not. So I guess you have to show up to every show and then you wait for them to use you or not. I think so. I think that's the even though for the most part they should know ahead of time, but everyone still goes just in case. Well, yeah, except for everyone on the up the upper echelons. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But you're killing the anyways, business. Killing the business, Mike. Uh, sorry. Uh, Grayson Waller did his Waller effect show. He had Oscar out. Talk about the big win over Bianca. Uh, but then Io Sky interrupts and then her and Asuka just yell back and forth in Japanese that's when Bailey comes out because they're all talking about winning money in the bank so they can take that title Shotzi comes out Lacey Evans comes out everyone's here Selena Vega um, and then we just uh, a couple of them stick around because we got to do these money in the bank qualifiers so Selena Vega takes on Lacey Evans Lacey coming out dressed like Sergeant Slaughter now with the the full, yeah, yeah, she's pretty much Sergeant Sergeant Slaughterette, Slaughterette. Yeah, is there a female term of sergeant, or is it all the same? I think it's, a, I think it's a, it's a, it's a rank. So uh, I think it would be yeah. gender neutral. But you know, king and queen are ranks, right? Not in the, not in the military. There's no king. Of, <laughs> there's no king of the army. <laughs> uh. So, anyways, yeah, Lacey's first match in a while. She comes and goes very often, but she's still all right. She still knows how to wrestle. She's in control, but Vega counters, hits a code red, gets the win. So another nice win for Zelina. She's going to Money in the Bank. On on a hot streak right now. Yeah. Another hot crowd, too, in the UK. We'll see if they like her. Uh, obviously, it's not Puerto Rico, but she should have earned some people's respect after that night. Hopefully. Let's do another qualifier for the men's t uh, match this time. We got Montez Ford taking on L.A. Knight. Nice pop for Knight. He was getting Montez Ford booed. Booed, just for yeah. Him. It was just booing just for fucking being there. Yeah, so super over L.A. Knight. Love to see it. They're chanting his name. Uh, he even pulled out a springboard moonsault at one point, which I didn't even know he had it in him. <laughs> didn't even know it was possible. <laughs> Uh, Ford fights back. He rolls up Knight. Knight rolls through into his own pin. He grabs the ropes for the extra leverage. Ref doesn't see it. L.A. Knight gets to one, two, three. Big win. L.A. is going to the U.K. And I hope he wins the damn thing, the briefcase. He's over with, he's, he's over so much that you're booing the babyface other guy just cause, just because you're like, yes, boo. It's, it's, you know, th these things can be special. We, we like to say yeah. WWE creates moments. And he wasn't even on night of champions, but that Saudi crowd was chanting for him at the press conference, chanting LA night. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> Uh, but the final segment is what we're here for. The legendary 1,000-day celebration for Roman Reigns. Uh, Triple H is out in the ring, just putting him over. Longest reign in 40 years. Uh, he brings out Roman, who comes with Solo and Heyman. And then Triple H lifts the curtain to reveal a new WWE Undisputed Universal title belt. Uh, pretty much identical to the 
current WWE title, but now they've got a gold background. Now it's mostly behind gold the, behind the black. Yeah. I think they should have just made the whole thing with the straps gold as well, just to make it all gold. But mm-hmm. either way, the gold looks nice, mm-hmm. shiny. Yeah, and nice and shiny. It's a new shiny toy to play with. Yeah. So he puts on the new belt, but then the Usos interrupt. Uh, Jimmy gets right in Roman's face. Reigns tells Jay to kick Jimmy in the head. Demands that he fix this, but Jimmy says Roman's the only one who needs fixing. Brothers treat each other with respect and love, and Roman hasn't been a good brother. He manipulates, betrays his own family, and uh, Jimmy's going to protect his brothers, including Solo, as Roman will eventually turn on him too. And Roman says, why don't we hear from Solo? See who he's really loyal to. And Solo thinks for a minute... Uh, he acknowledges the tribal chief, but he says, these two right here are my brothers. Then he walks over and stands beside the Usos. So big pop for that. Jimmy asks Roman if they want to run this together. Uh, or do you want to be on the island of Relum Sea by yourself? So Rain says, shut your mouth. Jimmy shoves him in the face. Shoves Roman. Crowd chants, holy shit. Jay gets in between them. Uh... Try to calm things down. Jimmy agrees that we're stronger together, but uh, let's run this place together. So Roman breaks down, gives Jimmy a big hug. But then he says, no! And Solo Sokoa hits Jimmy with a Samoan spike. So he's down. Jay checks on his brother. Solo and Roman leave the ring. God. <coughs> poetry! It's poetry, Mike. It's ballet. It's the, the, the soft <laughs> dance that uh, yeah. you interpret. This was... Uh, it is. This is high art. <laughs> this is oat. We, when, it's, when it's art and high, we say in French, <laughs> oat. This was made... This, this made no, no, no clarity whether... To, this actually confused me a little bit, if anything, is uh, regarding the potential of a, of a total merge. Yeah, no, it seems like we're uh, definitely going to have to have a match between these four guys to settle things. Between these four guys, the new championship belt looks good, I guess. Is this the new one? Did we just unify them, or is this still the Roman Reigns special? I feel like Roman's going to carry that belt, and Heyman's going to carry the other two still. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. But in terms of, uh, yeah, in terms of what's happening with this championship belt, we're nowhere clearer. Uh, It really feels like all signs point to at least fucking Mania, and at least until next year's Mania. Yeah, because I think they don't want to, like, permanently get rid of either one, because then the title lineage ends, so I don't know. So they're they're still in this middle zone, even though even though they got a new belt. Yeah, I feel like but. I feel like if they're gonna merge them, we've now made it this far. We have to wait for it would have to be the next match. It has to be when he loses it, they would somehow merge, and they yeah. would still call it. I think I like the name of the undisputed champion. I do like that name. Maybe keep that element of the name. Undisputed Universal Champion is the WWE. Is you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I think they need to if they want to keep both of the histories. Yeah, you can't have your cake and eat it too. So what? <laughs> what the fuck do you want to do, boys? 
what the fuck do you want to yeah. do? It was such an incredible episode of SmackDown. Just what a way to end. Really cannot wait. Just uh, see what's going to happen for SummerSlam. Probably next time we're going to see Roman. What about uh, action over on Monday Night Raw? Let's get raw. Raw. Um, so yeah, just a couple quick things from the previous week. They started the Money in the Bank qualifiers then, so uh, you had Ricochet win one match to qualify, and then later we had Nakamura qualify. And then the big moment was the Fatal 4-Way for the vacant women's titles, women's tag titles. Uh, yeah, as expected, I think. Uh, Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler got the win, so they're Tag champions. Yes. The baddest team on the planet just became tag champs. Yeah. So that was from last week. Uh, this week, we start off with world champs. Seth Rollins coming out. Said it's been too long since we had a world title match on Raw. Nearly two years. So tonight, he's defending against Damian Priest. So, uh, yeah. We'll get that later in the main mm-hmm. event. Uh, they had a quick... Exchange of words. Seth tells Priest to keep the rest of Judgment Day in the back if he's so sure, and Priest accepts. So we'll see that. An actual championship defense. Yeah, crazy. Love to see it. Uh, more Money in the Bank qualifiers. Becky Lynch, Sonya Deville, Chelsea Green on the outside causing trouble when she can, and then Trish Stratus comes out. Zoe comes out, so it's like four on one here. Uh but uh, yeah, Becky fights through it, hits Sonya with a big knee strike, uh, or she counters the knee strike, hits the manhandle slam, gets the win, overcomes all the bullshit. So Becky goes to Money in the Bank, where she'll get a huge ovation from that UK crowd. Oh well, we know she's going to be on the crowd. I think Ben think by winning this match, she immediately put herself as a favorite. Yeah, and she has said this Money in the Bank. This is like the one thing she hasn't won. She's, uh, you know, been tag champ, won both titles, Royal Rumble, main event WrestleMania. So all that's left is this. Wow. Wow. It could actually happen. And the NXT title. (laughs) Go back down. (laughs) If she ever wants. Later in life. Charlotte did it. So why not? Uh, Yeah, but it was fun when Charlotte did it. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Uh, Kevin Owens takes on Gunther in a nice hard hitting match. Uh, yeah, outside the ring, Imperium start brawling with Sammy, so uh, Owens gets distracted with that. Hits Kaiser with a stunner. Gunther rolls up Owens, gets a three count, so nice win for Gunther. Yep, little tune-up. Little tune-up victory. He'll be looking for a new uh, a new opponent soon. Yeah, definitely needs a big match for the UK Money in the Bank. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler taking on Team KC. Non-title match, but uh, the official main roster debut for Caden and Katana. So uh, they got to get a good amount of offense in to kind of show the crowd their athletic ability. Some big flips and dives. They hit the 450 splash neckbreaker, which they're now calling the after party. Uh, but the pin gets broken up. Shayna gets the Kirafuda clutch applied. 
uh, I guess the tap out win. So Shayna Ronda win the match. Shayna Ronda win the match because do remember Team KC they like to party. Remember that that's part of, that's their shit. That's like their the thing. Party. Just like the song. They are just yeah. like the. Song. I mean, a lot of people like to party, though. Of course, but they're I... they're they're claiming it for their own. <laughs> All right, uh, Ricochet takes on Nakamura in a fun little match. Nice mix of styles, uh, but then Bronson Reed shows up and just ruins it. Attacks everyone. So. Boo! Nope. Yeah. Boo. Then what? we get Ms. TV. Miz brings out his guest, Cody Rhodes, talks about his feud with Brock and dealing with a broken arm. But then Miz surprises Cody with another guest, Dominic Mysterio, Rhea Ripley. So once again, Dominic just booed relentlessly whenever he tries to talk. And Dominic says Cody's a bad father, just like Ray out on the road trying to get revenge on Brock instead of being at home with his daughter. Uh, Cody says he has empathy for the 15 minutes Dominic spent in prison and says Dominic ended up with a worse, a worse prison tattoo than he has. Mm-hmm. Mocking his own neck tattoo. Mocking himself. So, some good self-awareness there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at WrestleMania, you didn't have a match with your dad. It was more like a public spanking, but Cody admits Ray did make some terrible mistakes in his life. Because he's looking right at one. <laughs> Big reaction. Ooh, nice Big reaction. Burn. Yeah. So, hoo-hoo. Good burn there. Dominic's pissed. Goes to leave. But then he slaps Cody in the face and hides behind Rhea. And they escape. Miz is laughing. So Cody socks him in the face for good measure. With the titanium cast. With the titanium. They're really putting it over like it's a fucking weapon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Zoe Stark takes on Natalia in a Money in the Bank qualifier. So, big opportunity for Zoe. She's got Trish in her corner, and she gets the job done. Z360 gets her the win. She advances to Money in the Bank. Quick little advance. Zoe Stark now on a big, uh, bigger program here. Yeah. Yeah. Big opportunity mm-hmm. for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, backstage, Paul Heyman says this Friday on SmackDown, Jay Uso will have to decide whose side he's on, Jimmy's or the Bloodlines. And then we got a quick Indu share squashes Cedric and Shelton for whatever reason. And then the main event, the big match, Seth Rollins defends his world title against Damian Priest. Uh, crowd super hot for Rollins once again. And yeah, he hits a pedigree, but he can't make the cover right away. Uh, and then powerbomb into the barricade. Commentary, of course, has to mention that was the same move that ended Finn Balor's universal title reign every time they see it. <laughs> every time they see it. And then speak of the devil as the referee's checking on Priest. Finn runs up. Seth super kicks him, gets back in the ring. Priest hits him with a massive clothesline. And then he hits the south of heaven, but he can't make the cover right away, so Seth kicks out. And then Priest sees Balor's on the outside, and he's like, why are you here, man? He seems disappointed that Finn didn't listen and stay in the back. And turns around, goes for the razor's edge, but Seth escapes, hits the stomp, gets the win, retains the title. And then afterwards, Balor gets in the ring and just stares down with Seth. So could be looking at that rematch once again. Yeah, well, I, I would think Finn Balor has to be on the card uh, in the UK. if we're, we're, put, we're throwing them all on. We need yeah, Becky. Finn versus Seth. That we could need be a Finn. good title match. We need Gunther. Yeah. 
We need everyone who's <laughs> not American. Rhea Ripley, she's got to be on the card. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Even though she's from the opposite side of the planet, she's more <laughs> British than she is American. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Great. So let's move over to NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out. One, two, three. One big thing we missed. We they had the the weaponized cage match between Gigi Dole and JC Jane. So we finally got the big blow off we've waiting for. Um, yeah, it ended up being a pretty solid match. You know, you had the weapon covered in, or cage covered in weapons, chairs, trash can, leather belts. Uh, eventually, the finish, you had both women climb to the top rope. Gigi hits a uh, rock bottom to JC off the top through the table, gets the win. So, Gigi wins the feud. The match was finally conclusive. Standing ovation. Yes, chance for Gigi. So. And was it uh was was it satisfactory in your mind? It was pretty good. Yeah, it did. It, it. was good enough. It wasn't five stars, but it was it was good enough. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyways, let's move into this week's action because Baron Corbin arrives. Uh, he showed up the week before as well, and everyone's giving him dirty looks. He comes out to cut a promo. You know, I I started NXT. I helped build this brand. Uh, so Dragonoff comes out to confront him, uh, but then Trick shows up because he wants to fight him as well. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get, get that. We'll later. get that later on. Diamond Mine took on Schism in a six-person mixed tag. Um, yeah, so crowd cheering for Diamond Mine. Uh, Ava Rain having a rare match here. She. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she gets involved in the finish. She puts on one of those schism masks, headbutts Ivy in the face, makes the cover, gets the cheap three count. I think that might be her first win, Ava Rain. <sighs> or at least... Uh, I think she's only had like two matches. Yeah, it was just the... Uh, it was one of the stand and deliver type shows. Yeah, the match for control of Chase U, which oh, they lost. Yeah, which they so. lost. But yeah, this uh, actually getting the pin. Yeah, got the pin here. The Rock's daughter. They're obviously going to try to make her, um, try to build her into something. She's not as naturally talented as some of the other women. I was going to say, she's clearly not good, right? Because, like, if she, yeah, she if right they signed now, her, like, five years ago and she hasn't figured it out. I'm not, I don't know how long it takes to figure it out, but, uh, you think yeah, by then you could at I least, mean, like, rock the shit, you know? Yeah. Tiffany Stratton's just started training, like, a year ago. So, yeah. Not everyone. Come on, come on, Dwayne, just let her sing. She wants to be a singer. Yeah. She wants to be a dancer. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so Tony D'Angelo is in jail. Stax visits him. He's got the lawyer working on things, but yeah, he doesn't think it was Gallus who snitched. So anyways, he's, there's some of the, we still haven't fully been told what's going on. Yes, but, something's uh, happening behind the scenes. Yeah. Danny Palmer takes on Blair Davenport. <laughs> Blair Davenport was revealed as the mystery parking lot attacker who took out Wendy Chu and Nikita Lyons, all of them. God. Uh, yeah. So she's mean. She gets the win here. So I guess they've got plans for her, giving her this storyline. 
yeah, I guess she's got a cool look. Yeah, she kind of looks like Jamie Hayter a bit. Jamie Hayter adjacent, and I've never heard her speak, yeah. but something tells me she's also like British. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the name Blair Davenport screams British. Yeah, it screams British. So did Timothy Thatcher, so who knows? That's a good point. That is a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, our special guest Baron Corbin takes on Trick Williams. Um, Corbin was wrestling in shorts. Yeah, new look. Never shorts before. and t-shirt with like higher socks. Yeah. Weird look. Bit of a weird look. He was like Kevin Owens. I couldn't I tell. Know. Yeah, I couldn't tell what he was trying to do. Yeah, but uh, anyways, Trick or uh, Trick comes running at him. Corbin avoids, so he hits the announce table. Hurts his leg, so Corbin just targets the leg. Uh, hits a deep six. Trick kicks out, has his comeback, but the knee buckles, so Corbin hits end of days, gets the win. Still a great looking move. Glad he's a uh, glad he's a free agent. Yeah, they did specify, and that's why he's allowed to be here. Um, and also another free agent. Our next match, Mustafa Ali, who's also a special visitor, as is his right. Uh, taking on Joe Gacy. And, uh, yeah, Ali kind of making it known he wants to go after the North American title, so he might be down here in NXT for a while. And looked good, dominated the match, 450 splash, gets the win. So Mustafa Ali. <laughs> Could be a call down. Yeah, a call down, moved around. I, I prefer to call it a move around. A move around, sure. Uh, Damon Kemp took on Eddie Thorpe. Kind of forgot about Kemp. And I forgot about Thorpe. Diamond Mine anymore, right? Uh, yeah. Is the Diamond so. Mind really a thing anymore? Like, I mean, Creed's and Ivy are still friends. But yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, we forgettable match, forgettable guys. Uh, Thorpe gets the win with the German suplex. And then Dabakato takes on Scripps. So. I guess he's not going by Reggie after all, but he's not wearing the mask anymore. We're back to scripts. I don't yeah, know. But, yeah, either way, huge size difference here. Cato uh, hits an awesome big boot, which causes Reggie to just flip all the way around. And later, Axiom runs out, distracts Cato, which allows scripts to roll him up, get the one, two, three. So scripts steals the win here. Wow, huge win. Biggest win of his career. Non-24-7 title related. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But that was that. Let's go to the main event. We're having a woman's battle royal to uh, determine the next challenger for Tiffany Stratton's title. Uh, another special guest. We had three of them tonight. Dana Brooke, also a free agent. So wow, she's here. Uh, I mean, the whole division was out here for the women. Just lots of brawling. Standard battle royal. Everyone's getting thrown out. Final four. You had Cora Jade, Fallon Henley, Dana Brooke, Kiana James. Fallon eliminates her old partner, Kiana. Uh, but then Fallon gets eliminated after that. And then Thea Hale jumps back in the ring. She was taken out on the floor but never eliminated. So crowd pops big for her. They're all chanting for Chase U. And uh, yeah, Dana Brooks against the ropes. Cora Jade runs at her with a big knee. Uh, but then Thea runs up, dumps them both to the floor. Thea Hale. Gets the biggest win of her life. Yes, let's go. Chase you. I'm buying the shirt. I'm on board, <laughs> baby. Chase you is going to start making waves here. 
um, in yeah, NXT, this, uh, starting with Thea Hale. Yeah, love her charisma, love her character. The crowd loves her. She got a huge ovation. The whole Chase Use uh, alumni comes out, lifts her up on the shoulders. So, fun moment, fun ending, surprising winner, but uh, that should be a fun match, Tiffany and... Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Cannot wait for Chase U to rise up the ranks. Faction of the year, wide open. Wide open. I would, <laughs> it's open. I, I, I don't know if I could call the bloodline a faction right now. They are uh, they're broken. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's up. I mean, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Come December, who knows what, what shape we'll be in. We'll have to wait and see. But, what, emotionally, what uh, shape we'll be in. But let's go over. There was one last thing yeah. right before the show ended. Braun Breaker was backstage, and he calls out Seth Rollins. Tells him to show up with that world title. So uh, that's an interesting matchup there. You come to me because <laughs> I'm not allowed to go to you. Uh, I guess so. I guess so. But, uh, I mean, hey, that would be a big match for them. Yeah. So, Yes. That was NXT. Let's move over to Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Of course, we have to cover big news that came out last week during Dynamite. Tony Khan had his announcement on June 7th. The debut of Collision will feature the return of CM Punk. Which got a very mixed reaction. Very from the mixed reaction, yeah. There's a further you further like, mentions of CM Punk's feel feel mixed. Yeah, you had the initial cheer, you had some CM Punk chants, and then many boos. Well, as we well, we so. can see him on Saturday. Uh, or Sunday. Or Sunday. Oh, he's only been announced for Chicago right now. Oh well, I, but I think if if you know if he's the if he's the money maker of the show. Yeah. But I specifically don't want to pay for CM Punk. Wow. Shocking. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, I guess that was it. Wow. So the CM Punk, it's, it's running deep. It's running deep here on the Shoot Brothers. Uh, but yeah, like uh, so this first match of the night, Orange Cassidy taking on Swerve Strickland. In uh, what was essentially the the longer version of that little bit that we got to see of them at Double or Nothing, and I gotta say, Barn Burner, the opposite of the of crowd engagement. The uh, the crowd played a huge part in this match. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is almost a weekly thing. Orange Cassidy just comes out, throws out a banger to start the show. The most fightingest champion in the company. Uh, yeah, just an awesome match once again. Uh, Cassidy hits a great diving DDT off the apron to the floor. Uh, and <laughs> and the beach I, break. Oh, that one was fucking Swerve Strickland standing on the stairs, and gets a yeah. DDT off. Like he's oh, Jesus fuck. Yeah, off the stairs to the floor. Great move. Uh, back in the ring, he hits a beach break, but Swerve kicks out. And the thing they're selling is like Cassidy's been defending this title so much, but he's all beat up. He has more tape he's got on more... him every week. <laughs> he's gonna be a mummy by the end of this title run. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the match is going well. The crowd chants, "This is awesome!" Swerve hits the swerve stomp, but Cassidy kicks out. 
possibly the biggest near fall of this whole title reign there. Uh, but, yeah, Swerve follows up with a roll-up, grabs the tights. Cassidy rolls through into his own pin, grabs Swerve's tights, gets the three for his 24th successful title defense in a row. That has to be the most in uh, AW's history. Yeah, for the men. Because of that damn TBS title. But Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, either way, Orange Cassidy has single-handedly elevated this international title to being wow. one of the top belts in the whole company. Wow. Probably number two next to the world title right now, I'd wow. say. Wow, and these are and these history. are big words. These are big words coming from you. <laughs> yeah, a title that hasn't even been around a year when it was first introduced. We were all kind of like, oh, really? I don't know. But. Now, will Cassidy lose it in the city that or that he uh, won it in? Imagine that poetry. <laughs> I mean, it's the international title. So what? What better way to do it than the international pay per view with? All the J Japanese stars. Orange Cassidy. Who knows? Kota Ibushi. Yeah. Could you see that? I mean, that's what I... Yeah, that's that's my dream opponent for him right now. That would just be such a fun, a damn good match. And, you know, if you want him to lose the title, Ibushi's a, a perfect choice. A perfect choice to take that title internationally. And locally. Yeah, and so. locally. Next match of the night, though. Uh, we have a six-man tag... Blackpool Combat Club taking on Chuck Taylor, Rocky Romero, Trent Beretta, and... Chaos. Chaos, yes. Yes, that is their faction led by Kazuchika Okada, oddly enough. Uh, Brian Danielson sitting there on commentary to um, a massive booze. Blackpool yeah. Combat Club yeah. also kind of getting that boo. They got taken out early, too. Yeah, their heels. Uh so, yeah, just a big brawler match. They're slugging it out. Uh, best friends hit the strong zero, but the pin gets broken up. Trent goes for a moonsault to the floor, but Claudio hits him midair with a big uppercut. And then eventually Moxley locks in the rear naked choke, gets the tap out victory for the Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, yeah, eventually you know it's going to happen. Wheeler Yuta yeah. still looking great, God say. Yeah, I mean, they obviously see him as a very, very bright future star here. Mm -hmm. Getting uh, some big wins, hanging out with the main event level players hanging here. So with, if, with the people you want to be with. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the man himself, the world champion, MJF, comes out for a promo. He's insulting the crowd, talks about the lack of competition here. That's when Adam Cole interrupts. But MJF cuts off his music right before the boom, pissing off the crowd even more. They chant piece of shit at him. Uh, but MJF says, actually, I'm a big fan of you, Cole. You know, CM Punk ruined my fandom when I was a kid when he left ROH. But then Cole came along and impressed me. And uh, When uh, MJF said CM Punk's name, again, there some boos from the crowd or... There wasn't a pop, that's for sure. Yeah, this was a the crowd was weird throughout this whole promo. Yeah, it went a bunch of different places. Yeah. Um Yeah, just talking about Cole traveling the Indies, being the hottest free agent. You went to Florida and shocked the system. 
You were Shawn Michaels' handpicked guy. You became the greatest world champion in the history of that brand. So they weren't actually saying NXT, but obviously we all know what he's talking about. Yeah, we all know. Yeah. Uh, but then he says, what happened to you, man? I've beaten every top guy. What makes you think you're on my level? I heard the rumor you made the jump to this company because Vince McMahon didn't think you had top guy potential. I didn't agree at first, but now that I've met you, I think Vince was right. And then Cole finally gets to respond, just insults MGF for losing his fiance, and says, hey, you make fun of my body, but how about we both go backstage and piss in a cup and see who's natural? <laughs> I love <laughs> I loved that line. I loved that line. Yeah, that was a good jab there. Uh, Cole says, nobody in the back respects you, and if you aren't a coward of a champion, then you'll fight me, but you won't because I'm better than you, and they know it. So MJF's pissed, says, I'll beat your ass any day of the week, so... That looks like our next title match. Loved this promo. Loved, loved, loved this promo. It was a classic. Give them 17 minutes. Uh, the crowd was a little weird in some spots, but I think both dudes did great. a great job. Yeah, great promo. I think maybe the crowd, because there was a couple times like they were saying stuff without actually saying the words like NXT and shock the system so they wouldn't say Undisputed Era. I'm sure most of us got the references, but some of them might have just been like, what? What? Why is he talking about Florida? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I only know Adam Cole from Ring of Honor and P <laughs> and PWG. Yeah, but uh, either way, looking forward to that match. Whenever, Probably uh, at Forbidden Door. So he announces next week there's an Eliminator match. Which will probably be Adam Cole wins, and then we get the actual match at Forbidden Door. Yeah, because I think, yeah, not every match has to be a crossover match. You can just have a straight world title match if you want. I think so. Well, I mean, probably, I think you can do whatever the fuck you want, right? Yeah, it's their company. They make the rules. But uh, obviously, we need the championship on. Yeah, should be there regardless. MJF has to be fighting on yes. this show. Yes, yes. Uh, we get the reunion of Jungle Hook. Teaming up to take on Preston Vance and Drillistico in a Texas Tornado match. So no tagging in and out required and no DQ as well. So lots of weapons, chains, camera cables, choking people. Uh, Hook wraps the chain around his hand and then just nails Vance in the head, busted him open. Huge. I think this might have been... The hard way, because it was like coming from this temple rather than the forehead where you normally cut. There was a lot of fucking blood for the rest <laughs> of this match. Yeah, so seemed like it was unintentional, but you know I wouldn't put it past anyone here in AEW. But yeah, it's hard to say. Either way, yeah, lots of blood, and then a big bump when Hook hits a T-bone suplex off the apron through a table, smashing Vance to the floor. Big bump there. Uh, back in the ring, Hook applies the red rum. Jungle Black, Jungle Boy applies a snare trap, and they get a double tap out for the win. A bloody tap out. Jesus. A, bl a very bloody tap out. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. Uh, and that was that. After we had Tony Khan for his weekly announcement they've become. Um <laughs> Just every week now, we see him standing in front of the camera. For... He's go. He's he wants to be the best backstage uh, personality. It's it's a shooty. It's a shooty. He wants it. 
<laughs> Might be tough. He's uh he's a little stiff. He's a little stiff. Talking. I don't know. The way he he's like Hi next week, live on collision on June seventeenth <laughs> at the United Center. In the main event. Well, it's like, <laughs> it's you like know every- how uh, you know how Christopher Walken never asked for punctuation in a script, and then he would just add his own punctuation. <laughs> That's why it sounds crazy. Yeah. It kind of sounds like nobody ever, t- he, 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 nobody ever told him where to put inflection on stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of, yeah. Feels like that. But anyways, his announcement, ass. main event, the first main event for the first episode of Collision will be Jay White, Juice Robinson, Samoa Joe teaming up. To take on FTR and CM Punk. And another mixed reaction from the crowd. Yeah, to, but to CM. be expected, of course. I think, you know, obviously, yeah. if he's going to be on the show, he's going to have that big match. Uh, you know, I, mean, I know I'm booing him if he shows up. So I know you. Well, we know you are. Oh, I mean, if he shows up at Forbidden <laughs> Door? Yeah, or anywhere from now on. Wow. Uh, at the airport. I, at <laughs> the airport. Boo! You suck. <laughs> uh, there was a Takesh to squash match next, taking on yeah. someone, but the post. Damon Ace. The post uh, match give Don Callis the microphone to a Dominic level of booze. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Him and Dominic are up there. The, the, these are the two most booed uh, in the, on the planet. Yeah. So just a nice little promo from Don. Calls Omega a cancer that he needs to cut out. So, yeah. And then we got an actual Chris Statlander. Match. Yeah, for the TBS Championship, an open challenge here from Chris Statlander. Taking on yeah, Anna so Jay. Last, last week she did Nyla Rose and won, and now she's doing Anna Jay. So she's already trying to, you know, catch up to Jade Cargill's number of defenses. Three in three weeks. <laughs> good. Uh, so yeah, of course, crowd hot for Statlander. Great to have her back. Anna Jay, though, put up a pretty good fight. Lasted through a whole commercial break. Uh, locks in the Queen Slayer at one point, but Statlander powers out. Picks up Anna. Hits a leaping tombstone pile driver. Looked like she was trying to hook the leg for her regular finisher, but she couldn't, so she just said, fuck it. Did the tombstone. Still a devastating move. Gives her the win. One of the most devastating moves we've ever seen. Yeah, exactly. And uh, great to see the TBS championship here on uh, the Dynamite show. I wonder if uh, these two championships will kind of be split between Collision and Dynamite. Yeah, I mean, we, they still haven't really said anything if there's going to be any sort of brand split or things like that. So we don't really know. And, no. Uh, yeah, either way, still to come. That's next weekend, the debut of Collision. So mm-hmm. we'll find out more. Uh, but the main event for this episode, Ricky Starks takes on Jay White. FTR and Juice Robinson are banned from ringside, but Ricky attacks Jay during his entrance, just kind of beats him all around the ring. Suplex on the floor. Eventually we get in the ring, go back and forth a while. Jay hits a big rock bottom for a near fall. Starks hits the spear. Uh, and then he picks up White for the Rochambeau. Nearly slams White on his head, but the dumb referee gets in the way gets kicked in the head so he's knocked out Uh, (laughs) stupid ref (laughs) that's when the gun club come running out hit starks with the 410 to yuma jay white picks up ricky hits the blade runner just as the ref recovers to count the pin jay white gets the cheap win 
And it looks like the guns might be new members of this Bullet Club Gold thing they got going on. Like a, like a new like a, an American the American team. Yeah, Team America Bullet Club. Team yeah, Team America Bullet Club. That's a little too on the nose. I'm seeing <laughs> I'm uh I'm ready for Jay White to start fucking around. You know what I'm saying? Um yeah, there's fucking there's so many fucking people. I think you need to trim the roster. Let's trim the roster so we can focus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, there's too many fucking people cuz I'm sitting here going like god damn it, where's where's the world where Jay White and Ricky Starks can coexist? They occupy the same space. It's like two pieces of matter. They can't occupy the same space. And Thomas Edison said that. And he was a, I may, well, maybe he said those <laughs> words in combination. I don't know. Maybe Albert Einstein said it. I couldn't tell you. Okay. Somebody I know, somewhere has said that. I, I, and I also just did. So I'm joining them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need a world where Jay White can go off and Ricky Starks can go off. Mike, what is this world we live in? The mid card world, <laughs> the Wardlow world. Something like that. Uh, yeah. yeah is uh, Yeah, one of these guys could be maybe the one to replace Orange Cassidy as the international champion. Uh, yeah, it could happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hard to say. Hard to say. But that's uh, another episode of Dynamite. Only a few more before uh, we will be experiencing all that aw has to offer at forbidden door that's the show we have one time for one more thing how about we give you a wrestler of the week mr wrestler of the week of the week wrestler of the week of the week of the week wrestler of the week of the week of the week wrestler of the week of the week I will. Hmm, this wah, this no, this is too tough, Mike. You go first. <laughs> I mean, there was so much, so much that happened. Yeah. Uh, but I narrowed it down to three candidates. I'll give you the runners up first: Seth Rollins for winning the new world title. Congratulations, Tiffany Stratton. Yeah. Tiffany Stratton for winning the women's title. Uh, but the winner, I got to give it to the five-star man himself, MJF, wow. for retaining the world title in a fantastic four-pillar match. Wow. Uh, yeah, God, you know, um, I, I had, uh, I had, I had a few, probably, I could narrow it down to three, probably. Roman Reigns is always going to be in the conversation, yep. you know, when amazing things are happening. Um, of course, I was thinking Matt Jackson, that spot, spot of the year. You don't, you don't get a spot of the year <laughs> all the time. Yeah, right? that's but true. I, but I think uh, because it was my 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 match, my favorite match of the week, and walking away with the winner, I got to say MJF, a unanimous decision go. between the two of us. There you go. Doesn't happen I every mean, so he often. Deserves it. Yep, of course. Can't wait yeah. to see him. It's gonna be him and Adam Cole for Bindor. It's gonna happen. Calling it right now. Sounds good to me. Sounds oh, sounds great to me. That is all the time we have for the show, folks. Thanks for listening. Rate, review, like, subscribe. Shows everywhere. Of course, we'll be back next week. Regular scheduled programming. Um, we have it's it is it is it two weekends from now? It's not this weekend. 
No, it's not this weekend. Uh, it's not next weekend. The weekend weeks. after that. Yeah. Two yeah, so weeks. Like about 12 days. Awesome. Awesome. Can't Cannot wait. wait. I'm, I'm scratching them off on my calendar, putting big X's through the day as it ends, <laughs> uh, you know, so I can kind of, you know, the big calendars in my kitchen. It's going to be great. Uh, that's all the time we have. Thanks for listening. And Mike, uh, take care of yourself. All right. See you next week. Two.